Welcome to podcast number four. Its title is Positioning for Spiritual Warfare. As pointed out in the introduction, navigating today's turbulence has been founded to first contend for the original apostolic faith of the early Pentecostal Nazarene followers of Yeshua, their divinely sanctioned beliefs and practices. And secondly, our purpose is to assist today's followers of Messiah Yeshua in their return to and recovery of spiritual wholeness, their true identity, and their godly religious biblical heritage. In other words, we encourage saints to retrieve their full kingdom life. Spiritual activism is integral for the rebuilding of our apostolic book of Acts, book of Acts faith, I should say, which itself is critical to the hope of recovering our collapsing republic and then maintaining it. We, the people of the Elohim of Israel, followers of Yeshua, are designated and equipped to be engaged in the cosmic spiritual warfare underway. This reality must be accurately perceived and uh, biblically engaged. Therefore, let's begin our discussion with these three topics. A. Ephesians 6, 10-18. B. Deception and unbelief. And C. The curse of reprobate thinking that promotes lawlessness and violent turmoil. As you know, the Ephesians passage speaks of a relentless interdimensional conflict involving an otherworldly enemy of Yahweh and manipulative opposer of mankind. It is these fallen infernal powers of Satan's dark kingdom that we must recognize and wrestle, struggle against and fight. Our first line of combat is not against flesh and blood, i.e. humans, our enemy is the manifold satanic spiritual force of the heavenlies, which was entirely defeated by Messiah Yeshua through his cross, redeeming shed blood, death, and resurrection. Now the dark kingdom is subject to his anointed, sanctified ecclesia, his spirit-filled authoritative disciples to resist and overcome. For enduring success, the ecclesia must be positioned upon a Torah-inclusive, spirit-baptized, Yeshua-exalting platform of uncompromised biblical truth. Reformed saints must advance to and stand on this proven, biblically sound foundation. The saints need to be sanctified in truth and occupy and hold recovered spiritual ground, so to speak, while we wait upon Yeshua's returning, upon his appearing. Western Christianity, by functioning under an increasingly compromised faith standard, has not been able to do this, certainly not with endurance. Spiritual wickedness and dominions of evil in the heavenlies still hold power and have authority to greatly influence nations, impact humanity, you and me included, and accomplish much ruination by their nefarious schemes around the world. It is written, quote, in whom the God of this world, Satan, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Messiah, who is the exact image of Elohim, should shine unto them. 2 Corinthians 4, 4. The satanic angelic force and countless demons that occupy earth transit back and forth from the spiritual dimensions of the heavenlies 
they do not cease from the hideous satanic work of deceiving humans of every nation and luring them away from the gospel and to damnation. Evil spirits know their time is short and their judgment is coming. These fallen entities are beyond the hope of redemption, have irreversibly rebelled against Yahweh, hate the divine son, Yeshua, and are set upon ruining mankind for time and eternity. It is written, even the demons believe in the one true Elohim, Yahweh, and tremble, James 2.19. These infernal powers that lure souls to perdition with the cooperation of beguiled earthlings strive to build up Satan's kingdom of darkness with every nation, within every nation and people group. Look at the USA and take note of the sinister outcome of devils and ensnared people working in collusion. It's one misery upon another. Thus the battle between good, which is lawfulness, and evil, which is lawlessness, actually it's toilessness, the conflict between them is spiritual to the core, and human souls are the stakes of the conflict. The body of Messiah has got to be re-platformed. We are building our lives mostly on shifting sand and rocks. We must return to live and do our warfare from Yahweh's solid rock, his uncompromised word, and be spirit-baptized in order to resist and overcome the armies of hell. Face it, a quick look at our battered culture affirms our need. Again, spiritual wickedness is working especially hard with misled human counterparts and assistants to discredit and disparage not only basic biblical faith and revival hope, this demonically anointed hybrid alliance also labors especially to belittle and promote distrust of the Hebrew Roots Movement, the means of our full spiritual restoration. We have been commanded to walk in uncompromised biblical truth, not partial or mixed faith beliefs, and by doing so successfully contend with and overcome this enemy. Satan knows the Hebraic reform phenomenon is the only restoration effort on the planet that has the wherewithal to restore the stumbling saints to their appointed stature, identity, power, prophetic purpose, and commission. Nevertheless, please understand this. Previous restoration, refreshing, or reform movements have all had their faults and opposers. The HRM has its weaknesses also, but its purpose is unique and prophetic, very promising, and entirely relevant to the bride's preparation. The renewal is needed at this appointed time. What else, other than the HRM, is restorative and capable of bringing healing to dysfunctional, compromised faith systems and wobbly, uncompleted believers? Nothing. So returnees are reformers of the highest order. As I have stated, when sanctified in the words and ways of our Master Yeshua and led by His Holy Spirit, the body of Messiah, His congregation, is the only corporate entity on the entire planet that is uniquely, divinely, and supernaturally equipped and anointed to confront and displace accursed evil powers. This is about you, dear listener. And this is also why we, disciples of the coming King of Glory, Yeshua, must remain united in prayer 
be fully restored and sanctified upon Yahweh's foundation of fundamental Torah-based truth and embrace the leadership and full miraculous ministry of the Holy Spirit. The false denominational beliefs and traditions we have fashioned from misinterpreting and abusing scriptures over the centuries will not support Hebraic discipleship and truth renewal in the era to come. Let's return all the way to our first love, the living Torah, Yeshua. The repositioning of believers from old wineskins and institutional faith and half-truths to the faith once delivered to the original ecclesia will glorify Messiah Yeshua, transform his followers, that's us, and possibly usher in a much needed revival that is multi-generational. That's the key term there, a revival that is multi-generational, and that will require us to returning to basic Torah foundational truth. The time ahead poses significantly enlarged and unusual challenges for Ecclesia and America. Follow me carefully here. A developing pseudoscience, far-sighted technovision of a post-Christian epoch called transhumanism is gaining scientific and cultural ground in advanced nations, including ours. It advocates implementing cyborgian technology to, number one, precipitate a new period of human mental and physical evolution. Number two, to establish an anti-Messiah New World Order connected with extraterrestrial life forms and advance the knowledge for human benefit. And number three, to become profoundly mentally and physically enhanced and thereby be enabled to take our place among the aliens of the galaxies. Sounds like a psychotropic drug was dropped into the punch bowl of some think tank meeting and the partakers conjured up this dream. Actually, it is the elaborate vision of reprobate minds. It's unreachable. Yahweh will determine and bring to pass the transfiguration of man at the resurrection of the just. When unrepentant people shun Yahweh's truth and standards and hence the narrow road of salvation spoken by Yeshua, they subject themselves to hellish powers and unfounded ambitions. Again, Romans 1 informs us that they are given over by our Creator to futile thinking. The broad road of destruction thus widens and sounds its evil siren call to summon forth the deceived and beguiled people. And this kind of satanic spirituality that I have just mentioned in very broad strokes is what they find there in spades. It's happening now. And it has happened before, in the days of Noah and Nimrod. It is written, what has been will be again. There is nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes 1.9 We resist the pull of such damning carnal adventurism through salvation, righteous discipleship, serving Yeshua faithfully by proclaiming his kingdom in word and deed, and renewing our minds in his Torah-based scripture. Again, navigating today's turbulence affirms that contending for and recovering the original Torah-inclusive, Yeshua-exalting faith once delivered to the early saints, Jude 1.3 again, is utmost for maintaining an enduring spiritual and moral recovery. 
This early book of Acts faith also promotes the baptism in the Holy Spirit. This blessed experience is essential to genuine apostolic faith. It is the divinely sanctioned means of overcoming the underlying dark component of our corruption, lawlessness, and banishing the ravages of reprobate thinking, for which the liberal leftist lunacy is the poster child. Finally, navigating today's turbulence concludes that full truth restoration would be spiritually uplifting to the nations. Therefore, contending for the faith once delivered to the saints is entirely relevant and potentially beneficial to every person on the planet. Remember Yeshua's words, Go and teach all nations, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Matthew 28, 19, and 20. His instructions start in the Torah and continue all the way through Revelation, as I have said before. It's clear that he wants his Torah-based truth going to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and to the nations. Now, let's review the compass points for navigating today's turbulence. It is written, For by grace you have been saved through faith. It's faith only. That means trusting in Yeshua crucified, buried, and resurrected for one's salvation. So by faith, you and anybody are saved. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one can boast. For we who believe are his workmanship, created in Messiah Yeshua for good works, which God created beforehand that we should walk in them. That's Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Works cannot save anyone. We all know that. However, good works are the consequences of salvation that come forth by willing obedience to Yahweh's commandments. Therefore, works by his grace must be manifested for they are much needed in the earth. Follow me. They demonstrate, number one, heartfelt belief. Number two, they demonstrate love for Elohim and our fellow man. And three, they are proclamations of thanksgiving and discipleship. The good works referenced are the ordained works that are written and allow us to walk in his ways, grow in his likeness, and become his masterpieces. In short, they are the fruit of obeying his commandments. All his applicable, current, relevant, pertinent, and doable instructions known and understood as we wait for Yeshua and the millennium. His Torah has not been abolished. Going further, the good works include A, proclaiming the kingdom of God with Yeshua as its divine sovereign and recovering and taking its Torah constitution this time to the nations. B, good works encompass restoring ecclesia to uncompromised biblical truth and C, striving for an enduring revival in the land. Not another short refreshing this time around. We need something more than that. Other major good works are, number one, gleaning from the harvest of souls, true disciple candidates, wanting to be equipped with Yeshua's Hebraic truth realities. And number two, gathering in the lost sheep of the house of Israel to the fold of Messiah. All our expressions of faith and labors of love for Yahweh and for people. Such is our 
Reformation Ministries position, recovering and restoring to the fullest extent the combined Old Testament-New Testament biblical faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. Jude 1.3 once again. To some extent yet to be determined, this transformation is going to happen, and it will transfigure the reformist fervent body of Messiah, regardless of America's economic and political outcome. The closer believers move to Yeshua's words and ways, the more they are united with him in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. You are blessed and chosen to be a friend of Yeshua. You have also been granted spiritual authority. Therefore, pray, speak, obey his word, and bless others, and let your soul prosper. Our next discussion will include teaching on the importance of the Holy Spirit's ministry to you, to me, and to the whole body of Messiah. You are blessed and chosen for good works, I say to you. Talmud Kadima, always forward. Shalom.